0: Thanks for tuning in to the Deep Dive with Dave series right here on the Upskill Podcast. And just before we dive in, a quick message from our sponsor. The Upskill Podcast is brought to you by Complete Learning Solutions, an award-winning learning and development consultancy and proud partner with DoShibo in Asia Pacific, which is an industry-leading cloud-based learning experience platform for all your customer and partner training, employee onboarding, and sales enablement by leveraging the power of artificial intelligence to scale your L&D strategy. Book a demo with us by visiting www.doshibo.com and start to reimagine your corporate learning today. Or visit www.completelearning.co.nz to learn more. Now, we're excited to jump straight into the content on Deep Dive with Dave. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Upskill podcast. And thank you very much for joining me for this Christmas special deep dive edition where we are gonna be talking about the freelance revolution and the gig economy coming up. I hope you're doing well wherever you're tuning in from. 2020 has been a year of great, great change. So I hope you've had a good year and at least coming into Christmas from me to you, Merry Christmas, happy holidays. I hope you take this time to reflect and prepare your game plan for 2021 and make it an awesome year next year. So anyway, without further ado, let's get straight in. As you can see, my Christmas tree is ready. The presents are waiting to be opened. I'm shooting on Christmas Eve. Tomorrow is Christmas Day. So this is my deep dive episode for you. And in this episode, I would love to share with you a very interesting person. Her name is Elaine Poffeld who is a journalist, content strategist, blogger and ghostwriter. And she wrote this book two years ago called The Million Dollar One-Person Business. And it's a very interesting book where she interviewed hundreds of founders of non-employer seven-figure dollar companies. So these were individuals who didn't have any employees. They might have had contractors that they work with to manage and expand their businesses, but they didn't have any employees and did seven figure uh, income. So really, really interesting book, lots of interesting stories. So what I'd like to do in this episode, I'm going to share with you her Forbes article, The Coming Boom for Freelancers. I would like to share some advice and insights from this very interesting podcast episode she had um, about a year ago for freelancers. I would like to share with you upworks fourth annual future workforce report revealing very interesting information that i think we need to know about in terms of the world of work and how it's changed in terms of remote working how companies are adapting how freelancers are adapting and i'd also like to share with you some information on the gig economy some definitions statistics and trends updated for 2020 of course and if you keep watching all the way to the end I will be sharing with you some of some of the best training courses for freelancers. We'll maybe talk about some platforms that you can take advantage of as a freelancer yourself. And finally, finally, I've got two free LinkedIn learning courses that I want to share with you free of charge. So if you like this kind of content coming to you, please like, subscribe, hit the bell button, and click all to let YouTube know that you want this kind of content. Otherwise. YouTube is not going to give you this content. So do me a favor, help me out with the YouTube algorithm, like, subscribe, click the bell button and click all, so then you get these videos when I upload them to YouTube. And remember, you can find the timestamps to every Deep Dive episode and all interviews that I do on the Upskill podcast right below. The timestamps are there uh, to make your learning more convenient, as well as the links to all the learning resources and the show notes. So without further ado, let's dive straight in. So let's dive into this Forbes article titled The Coming Boom for Freelancers written by Elaine Poffelt herself back in June of 2020. Let me share with you some key insights and then we'll move on. So she says freelancers are likely to find themselves in more demand in the future with 47% of hiring managers more likely to hire independent professionals since the COVID-19 crisis than there were in the future, according to new research by the giant freelance platform Upwork. And I'm sure you've heard of Upwork. They are at the core of the gig economy. They were founded back in 2015, I think, and they're worth around $300 million. And I think in 2020, they're worth considerably more. Um, But yeah, I I think the research is very, very positive for freelancers now. The research is in your favor if you're considering a career as a freelancer. So it might be the best time in human history to become a freelancer. Let's check out what um, Upwork's chief economist said. His name is Adam Ozimek. He said businesses really find a lot of value in flexible talent in a variety of situations. This is one of those situations. Companies are having to pivot very quickly and to quickly adapt to remote work and having to change their businesses in a variety of ways. Some of them are trying more flexible talent and finding it works, especially in circumstances when you need to move quickly and grow and scale dynamically. So it's not only a huge opportunity for freelancers, but companies now, because they need to find different ways of scaling their businesses, it might be more difficult to train current staff. So now they're looking at More flexible solutions because, for a particular project, for example, they might require this type of worker who can already work remotely and they're comfortable working remotely and that they're happy to join the company's project for X amount of days or weeks or months. So, it may not be a solution for all companies at the moment, but definitely for many companies that are, you know, trying to get ahead and trying to make the best of the pandemic and to keep growing these companies are really trying to work with flexible talent solutions because it just seems like the quickest way to find the talent to get the job done in the most cost-effective way possible this research by the way is research coming out of the states so upworks research is is was done um, in the states the hiring managers were american hiring, hiring managers but um this could well be the case um, in other parts of the world, too. And he goes on to say there are people turning to freelancers now, especially to grow quickly and to scale quickly. They need to figure out how to turn their company remote overnight. It's hard to find a full time employee to do that. And what does he mean exactly by it's hard to find a full time employee to do that? Well, the employee may or may not have the skill set required, but more to the point, you know, now the company has to think about becoming remote first. So that employee that they've had for X amount of time, they may not be um, comfortable working remotely or they, they may not want to work remotely. So if a company is wanting to change and embrace remote work, you know, they now have to look at, okay, where is the skilled talent? Where, where's the talent that I need right now that are ready and prepared to work remotely and they're comfortable to work with me remotely? That is eventually going to save money and save a lot of headache, potentially. But it's quite a tricky situation. Let's look at some of the research here. 73% of hiring managers are continuing or increasing their use of independent professionals. That's very positive. 56% of hiring managers said working remotely has exceeded their expectations, and 62% their workforce will be more remote than before COVID-19. Now, at the beginning of COVID-19, when the pandemic broke out, companies had a lot of difficulty getting used to working remotely and using technology in the right ways and you know, helping staff cope with a different way of working. And let me know if, if, if that was, you know something that you had to deal with. I'd love to hear um, how it, how it went for you uh, as as an individual. Thirty-two percent of hiring managers say remote work has increased productivity. So that's another interesting thing that in the beginning it was it was difficult getting used to remote work, but eventually, as people got the hang of it, it actually increased productivity. And finally, fifty-nine percent of hiring managers agree that organizations that aren't adopting a flexible workforce are falling behind. So that's just how important it is to um, really embrace the freelance economy, the freelance revolution for companies right now. And here are two more resources that I'd like to share with you regarding Upwork's annual future workforce report. There's lots of really interesting information here. This is the press release um, from Upwork's website. There are two Quotes here that I'd like to share with you by Hayden Brown, who's the president and CEO of Upwork. He said, companies are just beginning to scratch the surface when it comes to the advantages of having a more remote and dynamic workforce. So I'd love to hear what you think about that. Do you agree with this? Do you agree that we are at the beginning of this huge 10 to 20 year trend coming in? In my mind, I think we are, and we're not going back. He also goes on to say COVID marks the turning point for how hiring managers holistically think about their workforce and embrace the benefits of having more flexible teams. In lieu of traditional hiring strategies and fully on-site teams, the most effective companies will blend full-time employees and tap into specialized in-demand skills from a flexible and remote workforce. So Let me know what you think. Do you think this is going to continue? Do you think these trends are going to continue all over the world in all kinds of companies? Or do you think it's going to be limited just to a few companies? I'd love to hear what you think about that. And the other resource I had for you was the slide deck. That's right here. This is the Upwork Future Report slide deck. There are 39 slides. It was conducted by Clearly Rated. I will leave the link down below in the description box. Now let's move on to this article on zeti.com, gig economy statistics. It's a really awesome resource. There's so much information in, in this article. We cannot possibly cover it all on the deep dive episode, but we will be going over the definition and then we'll be moving on very soon. So let's check out the definition, right? So the gig economy, uh statistics show a free market system where organizations and independent workers engage in short-term arrangements so a gig is a kind of a temporary arrangement that you have to you know that you're doing for someone it could be part of a project or a whole project but it's for a certain period of time and just a short period of time usually so it's estimated that 36 percent of us workers take part in the gig economy and 33% of companies extensively use gig workers. And I have reason to believe that percentage is only going to increase in the years to come. So uh, the word gig refers to the transient nature of the job itself. And here are some examples of the types of work you know, so you have freelancers, you've got consultants, independent con- contractors, and professionals, as well as temps, temporary contract workers. As you probably already know, I'm not telling you something you don't know on this deep dive, the gig economy is not a new phenomenon. It's been around for a very long time, say 10, 15, possibly even 20 years or so. Uh, You know, I've worked as a freelancer before. I'm an independent worker. I work for myself and I wouldn't have it any other way. I'm so glad I made that decision many years ago to work for myself. It's great. I love the ability to choose who I work with and what I do, and have that flexibility. It's really great. I don't regret it at all. But um, what do you think of when you when you hear somebody say, "Okay, the gig economy"? Well, m- many people think of okay, Uber drivers, uh, Lyft drivers, Task Rabbit workers, Airbnb landlords, online marketplace sellers, volunteers, and artists. But The list should also include on-call workers, multiple job holders, contingent and part-time workers, as well as highly skilled contractors, seasonal workers, consultants, and many others. So gig economy participants sometimes treat their gigs as their main source of income, and sometimes as a secondary one. So some of them are highly skilled, and this mode of work is their choice, and some are unskilled and have no alternative so there you have it check out this article i will link it down below let's move on okay and now changing gears here i'd like to talk about the podcast that elaine poffelt was featured in she was featured in the afford anything podcast here's the main website as you can see um, by paula pant and here is the youtube version you can check it out i'll link both in the description box below but if you're going to spend this Christmas time, these holiday times, doing any kind of reflective work or thinking about your next plan or strategy or steps into next year, then really, really do yourself a favor and check out this podcast because the interviewer did a very, very good job at getting out all the key information from Elaine Poffeld. And Elaine Poffeld herself, she started as a freelancer about 11 years ago, I think 11 or 12 years ago now, and she really gives all her best advice and experience for freelancers. So if you're interested to to listen to this this, this podcast uh, in in becoming a freelancer yourself, do listen to it. Some of the good stuff started at 32 minutes into the podcast where uh, Elaine really talks about the kind of steps you need to do and, and first figure out how much money you need to uh, go for? Like, what's your first target? You know, don't think about earning a million dollars in your first year, by no means. You know, break it down. You know, let's start at $1,000. Let's start at $5,000 a month or even $10,000 a month. And then what I liked about this podcast is she shared with the listener, you know, asking your, your network for help. Let your network know that you're in business for yourself, that you're a freelancer get the message out there. So marketing is a critical component of becoming a successful freelancer. You need to be good at marketing yourself. And my experience with people moving into this space of working for yourself is that people aren't comfortable with marketing themselves because they've been working in a company for so long, they haven't needed to market their services because there was a... Marketing department in the company, but it's all siloed, right? So understanding that you're valuable to others, that you can be a resource, that you can be helpful, the skills you have or the skills that you're looking to develop that you can you can get yourself out there you know only if you put yourself out there. so you do have to put in a lot of effort uh, and you've got to really take the, take the most opportunity out of the small chances that you're given and I really like that start small okay so make sure you start small and do a really great job she also talks about the 80 20 principle as a freelancer and I really liked how she talked about the successful freelancers that she's interviewed that were able to reach seven figure incomes that they do focus on different things but Every day, these six really successful seven-figure earners, they have one priority every single day. They might be focusing on many different things in, every, in any given moment, but every day they have a clear thing that they need to get done. Like for me today, it's, it's getting this podcast recorded, which is a huge endeavor. Um, and she also says that the freelancers she's spoken to are extremely strategic. might seem all over the place but they're very very strategic they have coaches they're in masterminds and they're constantly constantly learning how to run their business and how to improve their business so there's always a sense of change of learning they're always learning from people they're always following people updating themselves on new information and they're always about the numbers, they're looking at the financials, and they're also thinking clearly on how much do they need to be happy, balancing the profit, okay, how much do they need to take home versus how much free time they want to spend and what kind of lifestyle they want to have. So I found it a really interesting podcast, about 45 minutes into the podcast she gives some advice for solopreneurs she talks about what gives you meaning how can you turn your passion into profit what kind of industry do you want to get into and what would you like to be talking about with potential customers in the future what kind of things would you not have a problem to troubleshoot on with customers so try to choose something that you wouldn't have an issue on and definitely the one thing i could really relate to is it takes many failed attempts to to find the right business like for me it takes many many tries to get it right and to iterate on the right business model so it takes time and you know your industry is always changing as a freelancer as a solopreneur so you you can never be set in one strategy you have to be open you have to constantly be in a, like the self-discovery mode you've got to be constantly in personal development mode because the market's always changing you know the pandemic hit now what do we do how do we pivot the business so successful freelancers are always in self-discovery that's what i do i'm always discovering new things that's why i'm always full of energy and enthusiastic about the future because i see it as a chance to do something different and to 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 learn from the experience, the the journey is the learning, which is which is really really exciting to me. So be in self discovery mode, uh, be open to talent, focus on a niche, and you may not get your niche right the first time. But she said in the podcast, the riches are in the niches, <laughs> in the niche, right? Uh, the Americans say niches. Okay, so. Uh, Think about your purpose. Your why is always so important. Why are you doing this? What's your long term purpose? Okay, what gets you up in the morning? That kind of stuff. What kind of lifestyle do you want to lead? That's my biggest thing. What kind of lifestyle do you want to have? And how do you go about creating a business around your lifestyle that you're trying to create? And learning to say no was a great part of this podcast. Learn when to say no and don't do things that you don't enjoy that's probably my favorite thing that she said in this podcast that i remind myself every single day that i work for myself is don't do things that you don't enjoy and learn to say no thank you very much for listening just to round up this podcast uh, i will leave these links below because we're running out of time seven best training courses for freelancers check it all out different courses that you can take, some free courses, some paid courses. There's also uh, the techradar.pro resource here uh, of the best freelance websites in 2020 to check out. Um, Do check out Elaine Poffelt's book on Amazon, The Million Dollar One-Person Business. Do give it a read if you can. And of course, last but not least, The free LinkedIn learning courses that I mentioned, they are down below. Uh, There's one course on ideas, 43 ideas for starting a side business. Check the link below. Or if you're a little bit more advanced in your freelance journey, how do you market yourself, your side hustle, your side business, which is oh, oh, so important. So do check it out in the description box. Thank you very much for watching and do me a huge favor. Please help me with the YouTube algorithm by clicking like subscribe, click the bell button and check all so that way you tell YouTube that you really really love this content and you find it useful and you find it uh impactful and that you want to be notified when I post a new deep dive episode. Thank you so much for tuning in for this special Christmas edition deep dive. I look forward to seeing you with a new deep dive episode in 2021. Have a great time have happy holidays to you all. Merry Christmas And I'll see you in the new year. Bye for now. And as always, as always, upskill. Take care. Thanks for listening. And we really hope you enjoyed the content and that you learned something new. Please help us by sharing this episode with a friend or colleague and start a conversation on social media. We'd love to hear and engage with you. Make sure to subscribe to the Upskill Podcast channel on YouTube for the screencast video of this podcast with timestamps, show notes and resources and leave a comment to let us know your thoughts on what we discussed today. we would really appreciate it if you could give this podcast a rating and review on Apple Podcasts as it helps us to reach more like-minded people to grow our community. You can also follow me on LinkedIn by searching for Dave Online and bye for now.